Can the Auburn Tigers beat LSU on Saturday? Maybe I'm booging, but I've got a weird feeling about it. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. We're celebrating today with Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five, joining us. And man, maybe I'm booging. Maybe I'm drinking the crazy juice. Mm, but I, have some. <laughs> I've got a weird feeling about this game coming up on Saturday. Everybody's counting Auburn out. The The money in Vegas is going to, you know, LSU minus seven and a half. I, I, I just have a weird feeling that, uh, that Auburn's got one more in them. Is it possible that even though we're not recording at Barberitos, that you possibly ate at Barberitos and you're experiencing a little bit of a stomach like gas possible issues? That could could that be the feeling? Because I have <laughs> no idea how we will score a football, how we will score a point in in, in this game against LSU. Um, I, I, yeah. I don't help me, help me see see your vision. Help so me, help you, me you and I, you and I were talking about this before. Harson's press conference yesterday. Yes. yes. The feeling started to go away a little bit. Uh, the Tate Johnson news, not great. Mm. Out six to eight Elbow. weeks. Out. But what if we, like, move guys around up front? What if we saw a little, like, Brandon Council at center? And, you know, a little Cam Stutz, Keandre Jones at guard? Why yeah. not? Why not try it? I mean, I would have said that the first three games, though. Like, why not? It's not like anything worked the first three games. So, like, what are we going to magically, after we get a bunch of people hurt, we're just going to, like, magically find that, you know, that formula? I I don't know. I, yes. Crazy things yes. happen. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> I, I just – how how can you in good faith – how can you in good faith roll Jaleel Irvin out there? How can you do that? At center, unfortunately, you can't. And, unfortunately, and I hate it. I hate calling out in, like individual dudes, but it's like we saw it in the bowl game. I guess the glass half full way to look at it is like, mate, like he was thrown into the fire. You know, like he wasn't yeah. expecting to play that much. I guess that's the orange and blue glasses way of looking at it. But I just, I don't, you, you got, you gotta, you gotta play your three guards. I think, I think that's what you got to do. Sure, but. I, Still, though, like you're going to have to say that, first of all, would you agree that if we can't throw the ball, I mean, if we if we can't throw the ball, we're going and can't win, right? Would you say that? Is that pretty fair? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. So we can't. Like that's just not – it's just for whatever reason, we just don't – we don't have the guys to be able to, to block to be able to uh, throw the ball, and then we don't seem to have the connection between the quarterback – and the receivers to be able to throw the ball. So the only way we can, I mean, the only way we're ever going to move the ball is if we can run. And we averaged, I mean, I know you can count sacks and stuff into it, but sure. like Tank averaged 2.3 yards of carry. Jarquez averaged 1.9 yards of carry. Damari Olsen averaged one yard of carry. And then we had John Samuel Shanker on a speed sweep 
uh, against Missouri. And he, he joins us in a, in a, in a little bit at the end of the I show. I asked him that question. Uh, I, that. I, I asked him, like, you got to run the ball. <laughs> You'll hear it in a second. He's like, yeah, it's cool when they call it, but when you get the ball in that defensive end, and your face is not that great. So, no. yeah, we, we talk about that with him in a second. Yeah, don't run that with any other tight end except for, like, Brock Bowers. Like, otherwise, there's – it's just – it's a, that's tough. But, no, I mean, like, how are we going <laughs> to run the ball? They're, the LSU yeah. is killing people on, on run defense. They're, like, fourth in the conference. And uh, fourth in conference in the stop in the run, um, their their quarterback's going to run around, and uh, you know, depending on his health, he can run around and give us problems. And we saw two mobile quarterbacks from lesser schools at the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I, I see this could be a Jordan Hare at night. Jordan Hare six o'clock kickoff. That's true. That's true. But like SEC how game is that is is that Jordan Hare at at night? Uh, on the fourth home game after the first three games that we've seen, is it going to be the same Jordan Hare that it that it could be if we were th- uh, if we were I'm sorry the fifth game if we were if we were four and zero or we didn't get slacked by Penn State or we looked good against San Jose State and then look half decent against Missouri like is the is the is the enthusiasm going to be there? That's, that's, I, I I'm, think I'm in the stadium concerned. it will be. I mean Jordan Hare so. like. I hate what Auburn's done outside of the stadium, but as far as like in game, in stadium game day atmosphere, like you're not going to find many places better than Jordan Hare. And I think once they play the video and we get to see the whole Harson just watch thing, like it's hard, even if you don't buy it, like it's still like you're going to get pumped up if you're in there. And, Is this and, the and stripe the stadium one too, like yeah. striping the stadium. Uh huh. So. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, oh, I, I feel just, like I, I just, feel like that never works. But that, no, whatever. No, no. I mean, I, I just hope we can keep it keep it close going into the fourth quarter. Maybe get a kick or maybe get uh, a big play or something late. All right. So, uh, so we talked gonna... about we talked about offensive line changing up the offensive line. Yeah. What else? And I post this question on Twitter, and of course, everybody's like, "Burn everything down." That's not really what I was asking for, but it should have been what I expected. But what would you do differently? I mentioned the offensive line personnel changes. Uh, what about, like, why don't you think we've seen, like, a lot of throws behind the line of scrimmage? Why has that not been a part of it? We've talked about quick passing. We've talked yeah. about leaving guys in to block, whether it's extra tight ends and running backs, which I think we saw a little bit of. But what what would you do? What would you if do? You were, yeah, if it were me, I would have four wide receivers spread out as far as you could go. And I have Robbie back there and let him kind of pick one way to go. Run left, run right, quick passes, chunk one deep every now and then. Like do everything you can to to keep people out of the box so that Robbie can be a dynamic. That's really your only option. Is there a game the plan th- since Harson's been here on offense? On defense, obviously the Iron Bowl is something. But on offense where you've been like that game plan was awesome. Has there the been a first- moment like that for you? The first half of Mississippi State last year, where we scored five straight touchdowns. I, I think you like, could say the oh. first half of several games, though. Like, first half of Ole yeah. Miss was really, really good, too. Yeah. Um, but we can't make adjustments. We don't make adjustments after it. Like, it's, it's, once the script runs out, it's, 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 it's tough sailing after that. Do you think it's the script, that. or they just don't, like, they just limit themselves on, like, plays and preparation? I, I don't think, I don't buy into the whole script thing as much as everybody else does. Yeah. Like, that may have been the first drive, maybe. But the second drive, 
they scored because Derek Hall got a pick and ran it back, and they only had to go, you know, he get it down to the thirty, something like that. It was it was honestly, it was a short field. And honestly, Justin uh, Justin Hokinson said this: the it the it wasn't really pretty, like how we scored. I mean, essentially, it was we ran for a couple of yards at a time, and then Robbie would drop back to pass, and then run around and get the first down. Like, yeah, but who cares? Like, who cares how I'm pretty saying, it looks? But that that's that's what I'm saying. Like, even the script stuff looks tough. Like, even the script stuff is hard for us to to pull off. Like, that's the stuff that you. You go out there and you say, okay, we're going to run these 15 plays mm-hmm. to start the game off. And you that's what you practice on walkthroughs right. and, and all that stuff. And, like, even the script stuff looks so difficult for us to execute. Um, I don't know, man. This year I haven't seen an offensive game plan that that looked um, somewhat – even somewhat uh, – like cohesive or like it like it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm with you. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to- um, you know what else is tough, Charlie Five? What's that? Going to the pump to fill up your car and the gas Tricky. prices are being ridiculous or getting a bill at your favorite restaurant. You're out with your family and it's like, this is almost double what it used to be. Well, our friends at Upside... Don't want to. Don't want you to find yourself in this situation. We've all been there. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. Do you do those things, Charlie Five? I do. Yeah, sir. I'll do all those. Yep, yes. I do all three. I do all three. With every purchase, you can get cash back thanks to Upside. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use promo code Locked L O C K E D to get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. All you have to do is claim an offer in the app, and then you take a picture of the receipt, and then boom, it processes, and the next day usually uh, there is cash back, real money, in your Upside app. And the cool thing is, is like you don't have to get a certain kind of gift card or anything like that. It can get transferred through PayPal, or I think you can do a direct deposit to your bank as well. So download the free Upside app. Use promo code LOCK to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That is promo code Locked. Charlie Five. Yes. You disagreed with something I said on the show yesterday. And it's I not think so much. I, I, I don't want to say that I disagreed. I just wanted to see, I, I wanted to get your opinion on a possibly another perspective. You mentioned that uh, it's very important for ball practices to get to a ball for the ball practices and development and, you know, this, that, and the other. And and I do agree that that is important in general. In general, that's important. Well, I, but so I, I want to clarify, you said this, that, and the other. And so other things that I said was the importance of, you know, guys that maybe aren't getting a whole lot of reps and a whole lot of practice reps and game reps during the yep. season, maybe some younger offensive linemen that you weren't, you don't think were ready yet. Or if you think Holden Gurner is the guy next year, Robbie's the guy next year, or TJ's the guy next year, whoever it may be, you get to have them, you know, perform more reps throughout spring practice. That was kind of the argument I was making. Sure. And, you know, Tommy Tuberville used to call that the toilet bowl in, in, in uh, bowl practices where the, the young, he'd have, like, big young guy scrimmages and stuff like that. I get it. I get it. On the surface, if it's one coaching staff and it's going from the year to the next, I think it's huge. Now, I'm not saying that I don't want to make a bowl. I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But when with we're going to have some type of transition, I, at this point in time, with how quick 
the uh, how quick signing day happens and how quick the portal. They got this new portal period now. You can't just be in the portal forever. You can you get to enter the portal the minute that the playoffs are announced, and then that's that's a limited time after that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know coaches can come in and coaches. Uh, they can have interims running the team while the re- real coaches are, are hiring each o- hiring each other uh, and 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 recruiting and whatnot. But it's like, is there a chance that that could, the practice could be a distraction from that? Because I, I cannot think of something more important than recruiting and the portal in December, having official visits, having whatever you can do mm-hmm. to get pe- uh, going out on the road and evaluating, going out on the road and visiting. Um, I think I, there's a there's a rule now that if you take an official visit to a school and then that coach is no longer there, you get to take another official visit. So like we have we get a chance to re-recruit all our guys and like how, like we want them in here, no distractions. Um, they've seen practice before. Like I, I'm almost to the point where I'm like, hey, maybe it's not such a bad thing if we don't make a bowl because the new staff gets to get in here with no distractions and they get to be intimate with the team. You got tons of time to learn the players, figure out if they, who wants to be here, who needs to move on. But you can do, you can do all of those things during bowl practices though. You can, you can, you can, you're right. There, there, there is a chance that you can, you can do that, but it's, 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 there's cross. You just got other coaches. You got other coaches coaching your team while you're there. But you know I, mean, I mean, the, these these high school kids are so smart and so aware of what these processes are now. I think they'd understand that. Follow up question. Follow up question. Yeah, sure. w- would you say that December will be prime time <laughs> for Auburn recruiting? I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I didn't um, do anything. God, that would be awesome. I, it should be prime time for for recruiting uh, in December. Uh, December needs to be prime time uh, recruiting. I hope that it is for us, but I don't see that it will be. I think we'll have a very good. Re- I think we'll have a very intense. Or do you recruiting. do you think it's think where it's like it's, it's it's really you know you just got to get in on the trenches and it's a little grimy. Grimy. I think it could get a little grimy. I think it could get a little grimy. Possibly. I, I'm not, you're gonna have to get grimy to get down, you know, get down in there and win those battles. Or don't happen. worry about what other schools do, and you got to stay in your lane. Oh yeah, yeah. Or, you know, um, sometimes you got to freeze and pay attention. You know, wow. you got to stop moving. You just got to freeze. And Didn't you see that attention. coming. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. Um, got to get the once we get the AD in, and then hopefully any minute now. Um, any you, you think now. that'll be? You think that'll be quick? You think we're almost done with that? Be, I think I think it'll be pretty quick, and then, you know, go. You you're not going to have a one thing we have to understand. Okay, let's let's kind of change sh- shift gears a little bit. One thing you have to understand: if it's one of these things, we got to have horse now. You got to find blah blah blah. You're not going to see a new coach. Wait, until do, do, do the season's you, over. can you do your voice of public opinion again? Yeah, we got to get Carson out. We got he's got to be gone. Got to go. Blah, 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 whatever, okay. whatever you say, the got things it. that you say. It, it, it doesn't mean we're going to have a new coach any faster. So right. understand understand that. nobody You're not going to hire anybody in October, or you're not going to hire anybody in November. It's whatever happens, it's going to happen after the season. So understand that. Don't be discouraged by that because that is how literally all, all coaching searches happen. Like I can't even think of the last time a new coach was hired for a, a new team in the middle of a season. Like, I just don't think that happens. Can ever. I, can I, can I do a PSA while we're talking about this real quick? Yes. All of the flight tracker stuff 
is Stop. crap. Stop it. Stop it. I have a it's weird amount of friends that are in aviation. And Dion has not been to Auburn. No, even that. even like the way it like Harson, Harson never was on a university aircraft. No coach will or potential coach will be on a university aircraft. What they did with Harson is they hired a charter plane and they took him to a, a location and they met him at a hotel, like in the middle of the country somewhere. Like that's not, you're not going to yeah. be able to find it through tracking. So if you see something fly, Oxford yeah. flying to Auburn or Jackson, Mississippi was a big one. And then like I sent the details to, to <laughs> a contact I have over there. And they're like, they sent me a picture of what the plane was. And I'm like, yeah, Dion's not flying in that. Like, stop it. No. Just, just stop it. You're yeah. not going to be able to track it. You're not going to be. They're not. They're not going to fly into Auburn Airport and then go meet at Mama Goldberg's and and have lunch. That's not what's going to happen. They're not going to go tour Sanford Hall, throw toilet paper in a tree. De You're never going to see Dion throwing toilet paper in a tree or or at Niffers, like all the hot Auburn spots that we're supposed to love like you're not going to see Dion there which is really him. a shame because I think if Dion had some corn nugs from uh Niffers it'd be game over yeah yeah I think we could pick any coach that we wanted there so I tell you what you take Lane to Byron's in the morning <laughs> just go ahead they might sign his contract right there let's go <laughs> no oh. it's not gonna happen stop stop it with a flight tracker it's Char not it's Charlie not. five how can uh we're, we're about to jump into a conversation with John Samuel Shanker, but how can people find you, hear you, and all that stuff? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five in the Locked On Auburn Discord, Auburn Live, the Corner Message Board, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Before we jump into our conversation with John Samuel Shanker, Charlie Five, you shop at Alumni Hall. I shop at Alumni Hall because we respect ourselves. Right. I mean, we love our families. Uh, we care about, yeah, we care about the people that we buy clothes for because we understand True. that Alumni Hall is the most legit place to buy Auburn gear for you, your friends, your family. Don't even buy your pets. even your pets. Don't buy something from somewhere else for somebody you love. That is silly. That is absolutely silly and absolutely ridiculous. So go to Alumni. It may mean you hate them. It, it might. It might. But if you get them something from Alumni Hall, what does it mean? Oh, it's love. Yeah, straight, all around. Straight love. So go to alumnihall.com. You can check out all of the stuff that they have. They even have NIL-related things now. So go to, go to you love NIL. I love NIL. You're wearing an On to Victory shirt right now. I can't figure out, I can't figure out the It's backwards. Thing. Yeah, it's weird. It's but backwards. yeah, go to oh. alumnihall.com. Check out all your favorite <laughs> Auburn gear, or they have physical locations in Auburn and Opelika. Thank you for Alumni Hall for sponsoring the show. Joining us as he does every week, Auburn tight end John Samuel Shanker, courtesy of the Crawford Willis Group at EXP Realty. John Samuel, I know you've played a lot of football in your life and played in a lot of games. As far as endings go, where does this pass one rank? I mean, just a crazy last few minutes of this contest. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely up there at the top. Uh, just, you know, you got to keep playing the play. Uh, we talked about that all week is, you know, just finishing everything that we do and, uh, you know, Things there's mistakes made, penalties give us another chance, gave them some chances, um, and we just we found a way. Um, you know we're not not real sure 
you know, how some things worked out, but they did. Um, and we're, we're thankful to have the win. Yeah, so you guys go out there in overtime and get some points. Anders nails a kick. And then you're watching on the sideline. Could could you see him in live the live rep? Could you see him fumble it? Or did you have to watch on the, the Jumbotron? What was your reaction? Kind of take us through that. Uh, I was watching it live, and then um, he got out of my vision there. Mm-hmm. He went down the sideline, so I went up to the big screen. And it looked like he was going to score. Um, and then you just see the ball just spit out there at the end. And it looked pretty clear in live that it was it was out before the goal line. But, uh, you know, we, we, they had to make sure, obviously, sure. Uh, with that big of a play. Um, but we, we, I thought for sure that it was out. Um, so that was just a crazy minute or so uh, there just waiting on that call. Um, but, yeah, that was – you know, that's something we teach a lot. You know, reaching the ball out for the for the end zone, just making sure that you have a good grasp on it. Um, you know, Keontae forced it a little bit, made him reach, and he fumbled the ball. Yeah, yeah. Crazy ending, for sure. Yeah, I was about to ask you, how do you guys work on that, and how does this coaching staff kind of teach when it's okay to reach and, and when it's not okay to reach? Um, you, you don't want to reach, really, unless it's, the end of the game and that's your last chance to score like mm-hmm. times out or something. Um, you, you never want to do it for that reason. Uh, you know, all, if he didn't reach and he just ran out of bounds, they're probably on the one. Um, the only time you'd ever do that is if it's your last ditch effort to score to win the game. Sure. That's really the only time that we would uh, want to do that. Right. John Samuel Shanker. So the, the first two drives, you guys score touchdowns. That second one was a short field courtesy of a, Outstanding play by Derek Hall. Get the first turnover of the year for you guys. But after that, the offense kind of stalled a little bit. What um, what uh, what what happened? What was the biggest difference from the start of the game versus you know every drive after that? Yeah, I thought um, you know after that it was just a back and forth with defenses. Field position wasn't great either. Um, but yeah, we just we kind of lulled there a little bit. Um, that was partly their game plan as well on us. Um, just not getting things going. We were behind the chains a lot um, sure. on early downs. Uh, we got, I think we talked about it yesterday, just being better on first down. So we're not in second and long and third and long because um, we were in that a lot on Saturday. Um, and that's just really hard to come out of um, drive after drive. So um, that'll be a big emphasis for us this week is just on first down, getting positive yards so that we're not working behind the chains uh, throughout the drive. How do you practice that? Because I've always kind of asked that question, you know, when coaches come out and say, all right, we worked a lot on third down today, you know, third down situations. But how can you really simulate that in a practice when you know, all right, third down, if I don't get this, you know, we're going to obviously line up and run it again or whatever. So in practice, how do you kind of simulate, okay, this is a first down, we need to get four, five, six yards on first down consistently. How do you practice that? Well, you, you just make sure everybody knows the situation beforehand and you just, like, you do it throughout the week so that whenever you get into a game, like, when you know it's a first down, it's the most important play of that drive to the team, to the offense. Um, so we put a huge emphasis on it throughout the week so that when we get in the game, we're like, okay, it's first down. Like, this is where we need to make a huge stride um, just to get a few yards. They don't have to be huge, but if you can get four to five yards, uh, on that first down, it just makes the play calling a lot easier. 
Um, you get more momentum going down the field. Uh, so that you just emphasize it a lot throughout the week, especially yeah. during practice. Just this is a first and ten. Let's get four to five. You know, more would be great. But that's the that's really the goal. The offense uh, definitely had some con- inconsistencies, but. John Samuel, according to Pro Football Focus and the analytics, you were the, the top-performing offensive player for the Tigers on, a, on on Saturday. How do you kind of grade your performance and your usage at this point of the season? Um, I thought I had a good game. Uh, you know, obviously there's always something you can get better at. Um, there's a few blocks that I just didn't have great leverage on and things like that. Sure. Um, but every time we the Titans get the ball, we try to, you know, just become available to the quarterbacks, make plays. Um, that's all as a whole, the tight end group did well in that area. Um, but yeah, um, I thought I played pretty well. Um, I try to get better each week and I think I've done that so far. Obviously that will continue to grow throughout the season, but sure. just picking up little things to get better and better at each week. You got a rushing attempt. That's the, that, that's gotta be fun when they call that, right? Yeah. It's fun <laughs> until that defensive end in your face. Right. Uh, but yeah, we ran that throughout the week. Um, so that was, that was something exciting, uh, that we got to do this week. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. This segment each week is brought to you by the Crawford Wills group at EXP Realty. Whether you're buying or selling a home or a second home or an investment property, all of it, it is a huge financial investment for your family and you as an individual, you want to make sure that you can trust the folks guiding you every step along the way. That's why you need to call and reach out to our friends at the Crawford Willis Group. They are who my family trusts throughout our moving process. We are now moved into our new home. I mentioned this last week. They sold our own our old home in like less than 12 hours, got above asking, got all the contingencies removed. These folks know what they're doing. They know how to market your home, and they are so connected in the Auburn, Opelika, and Lee County area. So head over to CrawfordWillisGroup.com. You won't regret it. Their motto says it all, converting clients into friends. That is the Crawford Wills Group at EXP Realty. John Samo, you guys had a different starting quarterback this week. Robbie Ashford trotted out there. And I mean, there are just times where his athleticism just uh, j- just takes over. I mean, what's it like playing with this guy? Yeah, he's a great athlete, um, especially you saw it early in the game, just his ability to make plays on his feet. Um, he did that later in the game as well. Just mm-hmm. things break down. He's able to get some yards, even first downs. Uh, so that's it's really awesome to have on the offensive side. Um, I thought he did well. Uh, you know, his first start, that's a big deal. Um, I know he, he probably felt like he had some pressure on him, but I thought he did very well. Um, he executed the offense well, um, the game plan. So we were excited um, for him and the opportunity that he had. Is there ever any discussions with him about, like, He's obviously extremely willing, but like him running downfield to block for Coy Moore when he reversed field and it looked like he kind of got banged up a little bit on the play and fortunately was able to come back a little bit later. But does the coaching staff ever have to sit him down and be like, hey, man, you're too important. Like, it's great that you want to do that block, but like, we need you. (laughs) We need you to play as many reps as possible. Uh, I don't think so. We loved it. We loved the, the energy and the effort that he had and on that play he's done he did that before mm-hmm. i can't remember which game he did that but um i think he did against mercer no we we yeah um so we enjoy that just that's his attitude in the game just willing to help out um so we i was really excited to see that on that play yeah um, just his attitude um and willing to help the team in any way possible a guy that also impressed me, John Samuel, was Coy Moore. And I, I talked this guy up ever since, you know, he, he announced that he was coming here. But it's like he 
Did he have a good week in practice to earn more reps in the game? I mean, it seemed like every time they threw it to Coy Moore, good things happened. I think that's just a testament. He works super, super hard each day. Um, he, he doesn't complain. He just gets going to work every day. And I think it's just coming out now. Uh, just knowing we can give that guy opportunities to make plays, he will. Um, and you saw that on Saturday. I think, obviously, he'll become a bigger piece of the puzzle. Um, but I, I, I just – I'm not surprised just by the way that he works each day um, and just his mindset, just a quiet guy. But he's going to get the job done. You can rely on him. Uh, and you saw that on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, there's no question about it. Yeah, that 50-50 back shoulder throw by Robbie was wonderful. On the sideline, I mean, that's just hard to yeah. – that's almost impossible to defend. So props to them for – working on that you mentioned it briefly earlier John Samuel but I think the biggest question a lot of Auburn people have is the pressure I mean the pressure whether it's Robbie at quarterback or TJ at quarterback or Tank or Jarquez getting the the football and just getting hit two yards behind the line of scrimmage what's the what's the best way to to kind of change that approach and and fix that going into LSU yeah, we, we have to emphasize certain things. Um, you know, running game is a big piece of that as well. And, um, you know, I, I didn't think we did a – I mean, they load the box a lot. Missouri did. Um, so that created some issues for us up front. Um, but we just – we need to find a way to get these guys open because we know they're super talented. Um, and it starts with us up front. Um, but I, I thought we did pretty decent for what we had. I mean, there was always an extra guy, and Missouri fitted really well. So, you got to give props to them on, on for doing that. Um, but, yeah, if we can get the run game back to where it's been this year, early in the year, um, we'll be great because that will open up everything else um, and allow, you know, certain uh, pass things to be open and things like that. So, yeah, um, just focusing, keep, continue to harp on it, obviously, because um, that's a big piece of the offense. Um, but you know, I thought we did pretty well for the circumstances that we were given. Um, but now it is about, um, you know, trying to get that to a, yeah. a, a bigger stage, especially with LSU. Yeah. I mean, what, what's the feeling in the locker room right now? I mean, obviously there is a ton of outside noise. How, how are you guys dealing with all that? Yeah. You, you can't allow that to, to seep into the locker room. Um, you know, obviously we won the game. That's awesome. That's what that's what the reason we played it was to win the game. So um, we're one and zero in the SEC, looking to go two and zero. Obviously, and LSU is a good football team, um, so we got to be fully prepared and ready to go for that one. Um, it'll be a night game as well, so that'll be an awesome environment again. So um, just you know, we just keep chopping wood. Uh, it's one week at a time in yeah. this league, so. Uh, that's the focus. Yeah, I mean, obviously LSU, I mean, that speaks for itself, right? I mean, when you commit to Auburn, uh, you think about the opportunity of playing some of these SEC West rivals, LSU obviously being towards the top of that list, at home at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Um, So I I imagine you're pretty excited about this one. You were part of a group that that won there for the first time, like since most of y'all have been alive, which is kind of crazy to think about, but Got a chance to really get a nice winning streak going against LSU this Saturday. Yeah, no doubt. Um, coming off last year, just an awesome win. Um, just looking to capitalize on that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good football team. Um, I think they've got a lot better since their loss to Florida State. Sure. Um, so it'll be a, it'll be a fun game, uh, fun environment. Yeah, you look forward to these games when you come here, playing the LSU teams and and, and teams like that. So. 
Yeah, we'll definitely be excited. There shouldn't be much motivation to get ready for this week. I think everybody should be should be ready to go. Right. John Samuel Shaker, thank you so much for your time. As always, my friend, and best of luck this weekend. Thank you. That is John Samuel Shanker, Auburn tight end, joining us in that segment also brought to you by our friends at the Crawford Wills Group at EXP Realty. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. Tomorrow, a War Rapport Wednesday. Mike G will join me to talk about this upcoming matchup as the Auburn Tigers host the LSU Tigers this Saturday night. You can read all my written work at AuburnDaily.com and we'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.